Good day. You're listening to Radio Lhara. I'm Stefan Christoph. Today, I'm going to be sharing an interview with Petra Serhal, who is a performer, director, multidisciplinary artist based in Beirut, Lebanon. I spoke to Petra about her practice. I first um, became aware of her work uh, during a visit to Lebanon. I saw a beautiful uh, piece that she was sharing. Um, it was a immersive sound art and experiential piece that was about um, the experience of a woman traveling through Beirut and a car bombing. It's called Toyota 89. We mentioned that briefly, but we speak mostly about some of Petra's more recent work. Uh, specifically, we talk about a work called If You Wish to See Me Dancing. This work really is looking at a lot of questions about how we were interacting during the lockdowns and the pandemic, how we interact with social media and each other, and how that impacts art. Petra speaks very clearly about all these interconnections in our exchange. I was really happy to speak with her about her work. Um, I really, um, really appreciate what she does. And it was a pleasure to speak with Petra for uh, Radio Hara. Here is our conversation. So your work, uh, Petra, is interdisciplinary, um, to use a term just to say that you do a lot of things. Um, working with sound, theater, I believe there's some aspects of, of dance or at least movement um, in terms of thinking about space and creating space also. I mean, the piece that I saw of yours, there was no visuals, uh, but there's a lot of uh, movement and sound. Uh, it was about geography, urban geography, and sort of thinking about how our identities are shaped um, by the atmospheres and environments we live in. Um, so maybe just first, if you could introduce yourself and just share with us a bit about uh, the work that you do. Right, hello again. Um, so, uh, as you said, I'm, I'm working in like a multidisciplinary, interdisciplinary, whatever <laughs> words could work. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, for me, it's really interesting to kind of uh, in every project to see what the, the, the subject needs. And then I kind of um, dive into the needs of this project, uh, whatever that needs. And I, um, I like to play with forms, uh, different forms. Uh, but uh, and I like to do a lot of research and collaborate with researchers in order to kind of give each subse subject that I'm doing its uh, time and value. Um, so for me, uh, but what's most important for me is uh, the the focus on the body and also on the space. Uh, and for me, this uh, this comes from my interest to choreography, which is thinking of body, space and time and how to uh, how to uh, think of them together, their relationship with each other. Um, I might not be working in choreography as the traditional dance uh, work that uh, that uh, not the tradition, but like the the common uh, dance uh, work, but I work around the idea of choreography and what does it mean? 
conceptually uh, in my work. And the second important thing is uh, the, the experience of the audience in each work I do is like one of the main things that I start thinking of as I start working on any project. Yeah, I mean, that interaction that you create in the space uh, was really what struck me, uh, just in terms of having a very sensory experience of both the work itself on a creative level, but also a sensory experience of the issues that you're addressing. Um, uh, and so maybe I, I know that you've done more recent work, so we could sort of explore that. Um, but I'm referencing the piece that you did, uh, Toyota 89, 89, yeah, um, which was uh, about, um, well, about many things, but about car bombings uh, in Lebanon. Um, yeah, but just as a brief starting point, I, I know that you're working on new projects and I'd like to focus on that more, but just on this piece, uh, I think it's an interesting, very um, different approach to the subject than I'd ever experienced or, or heard about. Uh, I think a bit about Walid Rad's work, you know, um, in terms of, it's a very different approach, but uh, uh, one exhibition where he took um, pieces of uh, car engines and how far they traveled and sort of documented that through his, his work. But anyways, yeah, if you could share a bit about, about this piece, maybe. Yeah, like this piece, it, as you said, like initially it started with the research around car bombings in Lebanon. And um, from the research, uh, but also from uh, like the personal experience of um, the time between 2013 and 14, where there were lots of uh, car bombings uh, in Lebanon happening, and there was like uh, this exper daily experience of uh, uh, of fearing that anything would happen. So there's this, this trauma that comes with all this story and. Uh, during this time, I remember uh, re imagining my body in, in, in horrible situations because I had to deal with on a daily basis. But then I started writing afterwards and uh, I, d I started doing a lot of research. And as you said, Walid Rad is like even referenced in the, in the performance as a way of uh, critiquing the, or like commenting on art inside the art piece. Anyway, so it was like I've done uh, research and understanding like the, the amount of uh, car bombings that happened throughout history. And I wanted to kind of rethink of this body as a one body, how it can be fragmented and actually become different bodies and like navigate the city and its history through this like uh, sensorial choreographic movement uh, that um, is coming from a from a, an audio like uh, more like sound than than visual uh, and for me it was really important to, to rethink this project and I've rewritten many drafts on this project because I did not want at any point that this project to be as violent as car bombings the incidents I wanted to reflect on the experience of the body but also to, to talk about the history of the space, the present and the past, uh, and actually to take the audience on a more, like, as you said, urban, 
experience in this city where they experience their own bodies in different movement and situations. And then the, the actual performance, uh, uh, you, the audience would know at the end that this was a car bombing and nothing from the beginning. So this was like, it took a lot of time to actually take it on a more poetic, I would say, and uh, uh, choreographic um, direction. Um, and it was also a research that I've done for a long time, looking at how we use language to explain movement instead of, of seeing the movement. So I also, in, in a way, it was like a research to look at how words can express a movement and how it can uh, um, affect you as an audience when you listen to imagine. So I, I worked a lot on the idea of how words can um, trigger imagination uh, of spaces, of the body, of experiences. So yeah, it was a like long research in through dance history, and also on sound, um, where I worked with Fadi, Tabal, and Sharif Sahnawi, uh, in order to think of what would the sounds, um, how would the sound help in making this visualization for the audience uh, possible, uh, accompanying the words. So. Um, so it was a long process, but it was like, I think it was a really successful and very like nice collaboration of actually experimenting and trying and, uh, and it was like a workshop, a dance workshop, actually, I would say between the three of us, uh, although we were working on sound. One thing, the environments that you're creating in this piece, Toyota 89, but beyond is thinking about how these types of um, realities um, or like like basically how you could say social issues and I put quotations there have an effect that is resonating in an emotional space in a spiritual space in an urban space beyond the headlines like beyond a very simplistic description of this uh, as existing at a particular time in a particular place at a particular moment in a particular way that's described super quick um, there's more like an exploration of the broader um, impact that resonates over time and over a lifetime so I would imagine that type of framework and approach relates to your current projects also yes um uh, as I said at the beginning, like how I start working on the project starts with the idea of how, how to create a sensorial uh, and, and more like an experiential journey uh, for the audience um, uh, with the research that I'm doing. So for me, it's, uh, it's really important to get, um, I would say like not important because I feel the need as as a person if I want to watch something to be immersed because I kind of I want to feel the things and be taken so I kind of like to create this as in the same way so the information that I try to get which I work on on my like um, bodily so I kind of receive and embody these like the work the research and I and I while I'm working, I follow and uh, research my body on how it's experiencing this uh, research and training and ex uh, experiments that I'm doing, and from them to turn this into something that I um, uh, transmit. 
And by this, it, this would be like more like, a, as I said, like it's an embodiment. So there's like more, more than actual uh, a scientific way of dealing with, uh, with the research. It's more like uh, the, the affect, the, 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 the journey. I don't know how to say it, but I can give examples. For example, in the, the last project that has been, uh, that I've been doing now in Beirut, uh, it's uh, shown now in Beit Beirut. It's called, If You Wish to See Me Dancing, you ought to visit the passing cloud. So this work, which is uh, a two-version performance, one made for Instagram and one made for uh, like an, a live installation, um, it started uh, by, by, by the idea of thinking of, of the city as an empty city, as, as a, a city where nothing is left in it. Uh, and this came uh, uh, at a time, um, at a time, COVID, between COVID and the, the 4th of August. And it was the time where they were like really dark, the city was dark and people were like, they were in their houses around the world. And I could see images of cities being emptied. So the idea started from there, but also from my feeling of walking alone in the city. And the question started, what if there would be nobody in the city? And I started writing the project and then after the 4th of August, uh, actually the city was emptied in the same way. And I felt so devastated that, uh, that even like the imagination is surpassed by uh, just such a really huge uh, event. And then the events in Lebanon started really uh, worse, becoming worse and worse and worse. But anyway, I was working on this idea of how to be alone in this city and what does the city can affect you uh, by feeling that it's it's watching you. So um, uh, the city is watching you, but you are alone in it. And what does that mean? So I started the research on uh, on this, and I actually started also in a collaboration with uh, Ali Dalul, who is also a director. We started also going in the street at night and trying to find these locations that we want this um, character, which is a woman, the only woman left on this, in this place, uh, to to see what would happen, and our experience in the city and how what's left of it from the lights and everything was already a whole experience for us, that we wanted also to, to see how to transmit that to keep or to archive a moment in history, in this place, but also a moment in history in many cities after wars after big events like where where there was no one left so for me it was more more than talking about beirut or lebanon it was more about also the experience of us with a city being emptied emptied so um but but i also wanted to work on the form because there was this question during covid let's go online and do performances online so I was like, why would why would I want to do a performance online? <laughs> I want I want people to experience something. I want their bodies to be present and to experience. Not because I want to be present as a performer, not necessarily, but I wanted them to experience thing, things. So that was when I when I thought, how would I make an experience for the audience while they are in their houses, and still they can. Uh, have their own journey and experience. So the Instagram performance was done in this direction to actually do that. 
and I would ask the audience to be in their own room alone with their headphones and have their Instagram account and navigate the pages uh, because you, if it's not, if they are not in a dark place, they cannot see the images because they're so dark, the footage. Uh, probably you've seen it, maybe. Uh, while the live one of the live experience or the, the, the live installation where people can enter the room has a total different approach where you're actually in a place and I can create this surrounding for you. So I, I kind of let you navigate through sound and uh, images, but it's a more um, you are immersed in a space and the other one you're immersed in a very lonely um, virtual space. But so I kind of wanted to ask the question if this, like they were two different experiences, not re uh, preferring any uh, or the other, uh, but it was an experiment. And I think it, it worked for a lot of people to have this uh, very immersive experience on Instagram, especially Instagram users uh, who really use the, 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 the platform. And it felt for them um, a one-of-a-kind experience while people who do not feel the, like it's a very small screen and they do not feel the connection with this small screen, felt more connected in the live um, uh, installation. So yeah, for me, like I wanted also this body, like being alone on your phone is, an, is a practice that people have been doing a lot lately, where you kind of jump and you go from one, uh, from one place to another. So the story is fragmented on Instagram while it's more connected in the live. So, so these two experiences are, are not the same, but although they have the same footage or the same content. So two points. Thank you so much for sharing all of that, Petra. So it's two points. The first is I think some people listening won't understand that you were mentioning the date in August, which was the explosion. Um, yeah. So. Um, and then after that, you mentioned this process of the experience of the city watching you. Um, so I was just um, wondering if you could share a bit more about that uh, in the context of Beirut and why that concept was important. Okay. Um, being in Beirut, you're never alone. <laughs> that's, a, that's a main thing. You are always surrounded by people. It's a very busy and um, chaotic city it's very noisy um, it's very um, like very present you cannot be alone so when when the city was actually uh, empty from people when there was no one there was no sounds you can hear uh, like the actual sound of uh, of uh, things that you have never heard then this this idea of the the city itself being alone and watching you as only like being alone in the street and walking was something very uh, it was a, a, an experience that i felt probably i don't know if other people so i wanted to actually to, to take this and play with uh, but also that's the city the idea of uh, the the camera the the phones uh, I played with this on the Instagram, so there are like there are cameras w filming. Like there's also we are in a, pl in a in a time where filming is is ongoing, so there's a lot of uh, ways of filming all the time. So also I wanted to play with this idea of even if you're alone, there would be someone 
filming you, whether you know or you don't. So also this stalking, whether it's a virtual or live, is something I, I played with on uh, the, the, the Instagram uh, performance. And in the live one also, you can see like, the, 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 when you enter, you enter like a control room where there are like different screens on one wall and each screen is transmitting like one um, image from part of the city or following me from one place to another. So it's like a control room controlling as if how we, we move in the city. And this is also related to how uh, we are controlled, we are choreographed in our cities politically and socially. And this is something I've also worked on and how to move and how to be watched and controlled. So, yeah, so these were like the, the, um, the, the things that led to this uh, idea. So in the current context, um, you're developing stories and sharing work with artists in different cities um and uh the context is very different um but there are points of continuation around uh the pandemic reality around social media around cameras around watching around space so um could you talk a bit about um sort of contemporary reflections about our relationship to space now? Because I do think you really addressed a key point that arts, dance, sound has been able to sort of draw from and to speak to in the context of the pandemic, which is the fact that we are more aware of space and our relationship to space and the ways that we need space and collective space, personal space. Um, our, our thoughts about these points as a society have deepened over recent years. How does that translate to your work? As I said, like f for me, the idea of creating space is the main thing. So I created a space, for example, uh, in this performance, a virtual, uh, like on the virtual, but this space is like it connects the people. So the people who go into this account, they know they can see each other. There's something they can see, they can see each other and they can communicate with each other and see, they can see that under this platform or space that I created, they can navigate and with, like with me and with others. Creating spaces also, which is like more like uh, um, immersed and live, for me also it's like I'm, I'm interested in also creating different spaces than the usual performance spaces. So. Uh, Every time I create this idea of how my body would be sitting or standing, my position in this space, and this would create these spaces. Also the smells, for example, this is a new project I'm working on. I'm working on the idea of how to create a space through smells. So you navigate a space where you discover and you, you, you uh, uncover spaces through smells that we are creating. I'm working with perfumers. So for me, um, the I, like I experimented with the space being virtual, which I never thought that I would go into. But for ex I was pushed towards that during the pandemic, uh, and I was asked several times to do this, and I, and I didn't want to delve into just film or document uh, my show and put it online. So the first thing I did is I asked like the festival who invited me that I want actually to do a lecture performance about what is documentation of art 
and question that critically before I do this performance and think of how would I do this performance. So the, 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 it was the first series of the, of the performances, if you wish to see me dancing, it was called live. So for me, I was like, I can't just go and do this. I need to think, why would I want to do this online? How would I do it? What would this create? What is liveness? What is an experience? What is the relationship between the me and the audience? So, so these like questions for me are, are, are more important than the actual work. For me, the, like the, the way I read the work or I research it or I question it becomes part of the work. So, thank you.